if you love the Lord, make some noise. God is good. And all the time. I do that every time I speak because I like to let I like to find out what type of people I'm talking in front of. And we are some godly people in here. Uh, when I was checking out different churches, uh, before I took this position, I went to one church and I was like, God is good. They was like, who? I was like, yeah, this is not the place for me. <laughs> Say who? <laughs> before I get into my message, I just want to take this time to honor Pastor Marvin and Miss Patty. Um, thank you all for having the vision and being disciplined to walk that vision out that God gave you. I know it's tough sometimes, but you know. It's, it's beautiful at the end, amen? amen? We all wouldn't be here if you all didn't walk that out. So continue to walk that out, and we're going to do what we need to do to continue to support you guys. Amen? amen? All right. So let me get into my message. I know everybody like waiting for my message, and you know it trips me out how when a speaker begins to speak, people are like, okay, let's get onto that message. But when y'all go to work, y'all don't go straight to work when you get to work. <laughs> you got to get some coffee. <laughs> you got to stop and gossip. You got to look on Facebook because you got to check Facebook before you start work. That's just, that's biblical, I think. I don't know. All right. So I'm, my message today is keys to acceleration. But before I get into that, I want to talk about something that pastor's been talking about for a while now, which is preparation. Okay. Uh, not preparation H. That's a whole different conversation right there. But <laughs> you, you can tell the older people, the younger people like preparation H. What? Is that a rapper? No, that's. It's not a rapper, Eulen. That's not a. I'm about to scroll and look that up on Google. Preparation H. Um, that's funny. I don't know. What to... I'm about to write that one down, Pastor. I'm about to keep that. One. But um, preparation is key. Um, <laughs> the definition of preparation is the action or process of making ready or being made ready for use. Let me read that again. The definition of preparation is the action or process of making ready or being made ready for use. So my question to you is, are you ready? That's a question that I ask myself every day. Am I ready? Am I ready for what God has for me? Because he can bless you and you not be ready and it goes away. The importance of preparing is when you prepare well, starting well is easy. Because you have to put measures in place before starting. When you prepare well, you have an understanding of several things that is needed for a particular goal or course of action. All right. So if you look at this sprinter up here, this actually that's me. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Um, <laughs> Before I grew my hair out, what y'all laughing at? <laughs> he said repent. <laughs> you saying I'm lying, brother? You need some preparation, preparation H, man. Listen. But this brother wasn't born like this. He did not come out the womb with that many muscles. If he did, something wrong with his mama. Right? But he, didn't, he, didn't, he, didn't, he wasn't born like this. He had to prepare to get to this moment. So that's, that's, that's working out, that's training, that's, that's eating right, that's constantly doing a, 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 the same thing over and over and over and again, because if you, ever, if you ever ran track, 
coming out the blocks, they do it about 100 times a day. That's all they do, come out the block, pow, run 10 steps, come back, come out the block, pow, run 10 steps, come back. And so it's, it's a, he, he's preparing for this moment right here. Now, I don't know if he's in the Olympics or whatever, but he's just preparing for this moment right here. If, you're not, if you don't understand the importance of preparation, next time you go to a restaurant, tell them, hey, yeah, I want a steak or whatever you order, chicken, lobster. Yeah, let me get that. But listen, don't prepare it. Just bring it out. Exactly. Ew. Exactly. So when they bring that raw steak out, you're going to be upset. Like, what is this? I mean, do I look like a vampire or something? What is it? I can't, I can't eat this. This is not prepared. It's the same, same thing when it comes to ministry. You have to be prepared to take in that substance. So that's the importance of preparation. Um, so Church on the Move has been around for 20, 25 years, right? Almost 25 years. So these are the starting blocks right here, right? So everything before the starting block is the past 25 years at Church on the Move. Make sense? Okay. So this is where we are now. We're in the starting block. Okay? And so what happens after that, they hit that, whatever that is they hit, what is it called? A, a whistle or a gun. After they hit that gun, boom, you off, you running. And so that's what pastor has been preparing us for for the past 25 years. That's what God has been preparing him for. That's what God has been preparing you for. That's what God has been preparing me for. I wasn't even here, but he was still preparing me because now we're in the starting blocks. Definitely got hurdles. Get out my message. <laughs> You've been looking at my notes, man. <laughs> so that's the season of preparation. Now, let me tell you, that season never stops. I don't want y'all to think that's just, boom, that season's over, I'm good now. No, no, no. If you look at any sport, football, baseball, they have an off season, but in that off season, what are they doing? Preparing for the season. In ministry, we don't get an off season. So we always have to prepare and stay ready because you're going to meet somebody out there. Hey, man, I'm going through a lot of stuff. You, you, you walk different. You talk different. You just got this, this air about you, this happiness about you. What, what is it? Uh, it's this thing called Jesus, brother. Let me tell you about it. Do I always want to do that? No. No. But he prepared me for this moment. He prepared you for this moment. So preparation is very, very, very important. So now we're getting into the season of acceleration. Pastor's been talking about it, preparation, acceleration. He's been saying it every week. Okay? This is the season for acceleration. Um, but in the season of acceleration, there are some things that's going to happen that we have to prepare for. And I want to talk about those things that are going to happen in, the, in this season of acceleration. Number one thing, expect opposition. Expect pushback. Expect opposition. Okay? I've, I've, I've learned that um, when you're doing kingdom things that advance the kingdom, the devil sends his folks. He sends it. He sends them, man. And he doesn't stop. He doesn't sleep. I don't know what type of energy drink he's on, but he does not quit. 
And so that's why we have to stay prepared to, to, to fight him. Okay? He's going to send opposition. And the Bible says it best in Psalms 9, 1 through 6. It says, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell you all of your wonders, wonderful deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praises of your name, O Most High. This is the part I love. My enemies turn back. Let me, let me, let me read that part again. I don't think you really heard what I said. I said, my enemies turn back. They stumble and perish before you. Now, they didn't turn back because of me. They didn't stumble because of me. But they stumbled because of him. See, through him, we can do, we can do anything. If you believe. And it continues to say, for you have upheld my right, my right and my cause, sitting enthroned as the righteous judge. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. Another great part. Endless ruin has overtaken my enemies. You have uprooted their cities. If you, it, okay, so earlier I was talking about how you, you have to prepare for opposition. It's going to come when you're doing kingdom things. I remember when I, we did 21 days of prayer. Was it last month? It's been two months already, man. And I said, I want to do something different. It's not my first time doing the fast, but I just want to do something different. Y'all know pastor, he's super extreme. I think he did 27 months of water or something like that. I don't, I can't. <laughs> he was eating dirt. And, I don't know what he was, something worms <laughs> while jogging eating dirt anyway and so I said you know what I want to do something different I'm going to do three days of straight water All right my first time ever doing that and the first 24 hours was, eh. but that second day it was rough right it was rough so I said you know what let me just watch tv so I'm watching tv and every other commercial was a food commercial Every other commercial. I'm watching commercials. I'm, I'm, I'm fiending stuff I don't even eat. A shrimp commercial and the butter was dripping from the shrimp. And I'm like, ooh, that looked good. I'm allergic to shrimp, though. But I'm licking the screen because I'm hungry. So I'm changing that channel. Like every channel, McDonald's, two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. I'm a burger man. I love burgers. Let me change that channel. Two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. I say, you know what? I'm done with American TV. Let me turn to Telemundo. <laughs> Telemundo, click. Dos todas las embadas de salsa especial laguna queso. I looked that up. Y'all give me some. Y'all give me some dap on that. I looked that up. <laughs> that means two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. <laughs> so listen let me let you know when you know you're doing something for God the devil comes strong he comes strong yeah it's like I mean he's like man you know y'all go get him that's what he's telling his people y'all go get them they about to do something great you see the devil knows the greatness in you that's why he's so scared of you but if you fall in line with him he good 
You see? And he doesn't always just send some amazing big issue your way. It might be subtle things just to keep you out of line with God's will. <clears throat> My throat is killing me because, you know, for whatever reason, but I was, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching tonight, but my throat is killing me. And then pastor said, you know what, man, I'm going to give you some lozenge or whatever it was to kill the filling in your throat. I said, pastor, I think I might need the filling in my throat while I'm talking, man. <laughs> so you, you always want to advance the kingdom. All right. So expect opposition. Number two, embrace sacrifice. Embrace sacrifice. And so when you're embracing sacrifice, you have to ask yourself, I think I asked either at the last team night or the one before, what, what's your why? What, what's, what's the reason you do what you do? What's, you know? So you, you need to have a list of whys because when you get tired of doing something, that why pushes you to keep going, if that makes sense. Now at the top of that list, needs to be Jesus, period, point blank. And I know often we, 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 we fall and forget that, but he always finds a way to check us on it. What's your why? Um, uh, okay, so this week, is, it's been, well, been kind of crazy since I've been here. That's how I know I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> That's how I know I'm in the right place. It's been kind of crazy since I've been here, but God finds a way to check me through people, through uh, commercial. I mean, he talks to me in different ways, and he talks to you all in different ways, if you listen, okay? You, you, you have to be willing to, 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 to listen to him when he, when, he, when he talks to you, okay? Um, but I was preparing for this message um, uh, a few nights ago, and Matthew 10 37 through 38 came up, and it reads, Anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And I took that to heart, because y'all know me. I love my mama, like, more than myself. That's, that's, that's my mama. If, if, it, if it weren't for her, I wouldn't be here. And I would do anything for my mama. But I have to love Jesus more than I love my mama. I don't have kids. Anybody with kids in here? Okay, I'm about to step on your toes too. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Man, that checked my soul. I was like, wait, my kids? You wouldn't have them without him. And it continues to say, whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. That's my why. No, nothing is worth that. I want to get that pat on the back when I get to heaven. Well done, son. I know it was a struggle. <laughs> but well done. Um. C.S. Lewis says it best. He says, hardships prepare ordinary people for extraordinary life. Hardships prepare ordinary people like you and I for an extraordinary life. So sacrifice is a catalyst for personal and spiritual growth. Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice. 
I'll take it a step further. He did not complain about it. Like the kids say, he took that on the chin. I don't know about you all, man, but that's, that was a brutal sacrifice that he endured and did not complain. Because his why was bigger than his what. So next time I complain, I'm going to read that again. So how can I complain when, when he took a crown of thorns on his head, pushed down so hard that it, the sweat, I mean, the blood was coming down like sweat. Whooped, beaten, spit on, disrespected. We get mad if somebody cut us off in traffic. Carried a cross that would crush most people to his death. How, how, how can I complain? How can I not sacrifice for him? <clears throat> All right. So, point number three enjoy the challenge. To me, this, this is a very, very important part of acceleration because you need to enjoy what you do. I enjoy coming here with you all. Amen. I remember back in the day, I mean, well, I've always enjoyed church, but I got to that point in high school where I was too cool for church. Cool kids ain't going to church. I'm, what, what I'm going to church? I was a church boy. My mama made me go to church because she knew if I didn't go to church, I was going to be like everybody else on my block. I was going to be like my uncles. Selling drugs. Running the street. Trying to be gangsters. Well, they weren't trying, but being gangsters. But my mom put me in church with my grandfather and grandmother so I wouldn't go down that lane. And so that's why I'm so passionate about the youth. Because around his age, that's the age that I decided to go down that street. They want to be a gangster. Never sold drugs. Though. I couldn't do it. But that was God. In the back of my ear, like, hey, mm -mm, I, didn't, I didn't put you on the earth for that. You're going to be in Tyler, Texas in 25 years. <laughs> but the Bible says the best in Matthew 11 and 12. Matthew 11, 12, it says... And from the time John the Baptist began preaching until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing. And forceful people lay hold of it. So that means Jesus wasn't soft. They've been forcefully advancing the kingdom because you're going to have opposition. And so I say that be, be a kite, don't be a balloon. See, if it's windy outside, you put a balloon up, it'll just, it'll just go with the wind, right? Which is what a lot of us are doing nowadays. But the, the world says we need to go this way, I'm going to go this way. But a kite takes flight against the wind. The more opposition the kite gets, the higher it goes. So we have to be kites at Church on the Move. Don't be a balloon. Because Pastor will pop you. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> he 
when <laughs> she liked that one. <laughs> All right. All right, I got to hear you. All right. Um, so the only way for us to advance this kingdom, only way for us to advance our church, only way for us to make church on the move move is we have to support each other. Because it's church on the move. It's not church on the stay. So we moving, we going somewhere. And in order to do that, we have to grow. It's not about numbers, it's about growing the kingdom. Too many people walking the streets don't know Christ. They know everything else because it's at their fingertips, even though half of us lies. <laughs> but they don't know Christ. So it's our job to take it to them. Amen? I'm, uh, real quick, I'm going to tell you a story of... of, of um, of geese. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a strong fan of Animal Planet, right? So I watch a lot of unnecessary information <laughs> about animals. I'm, I'm infatuated with them. But geese, because most people don't even think about geese, but geese, they fly in a V formation, right? And I always wonder why. Why do they fly in the V formation? It's so effective flying in the V formation that the armed forces took on that same formation. So they fly in a V formation because you, you have a leader and then you have the rest of the geese behind the leader. So with every flap, it's, it, it, they get an uplift of wind with every flap. So imagine a row of geese flapping. So everybody, and, and, and they're in a V, so everybody's flapping. So as a unit, they move in smoothly throughout the opposition, which is the wind. Right? The leader... Is taking on the blunt of it. He's, he's taking on all the wind for his team. Right? Here's the beautiful part. So the geese honk at the leader to encourage him. We think they're just making noises. But they're honking at the leader. Be strong, pastor. Keep on going, pastor. Honk. We love you, Pastor, huh? I know it's rough out here, Pastor, huh? Pastor, I'm frustrated, but I support you, brother, huh? And so I was sitting there, and God was just checking. I'm like, man, that is deep. That's what the church is supposed to be. So it checked me, too. And then they went on and said that, when a, when, a, when a goose gets tired, one of them get, gets tired or gets hurt, they, they fly down and, and two fall out the formation with them and go down to the ground, A, to protect them, and then B, to nourish them and bring them back to health. And then once that goose is ready, they take off, all three, honking at each other, trying to catch the rest of the church. But if one goose fall off by itself, usually it doesn't make it. Because it's trying to take on the opposition by itself. And it ends up quitting. Man, I'm too tired for this. My wings hurt. I can't find my church. So I'm by myself. So I'm going to just die. Or, hey, I can do it by myself. I'm strong enough. Yeah, you good for a few miles. Then you get gassed. That's like me trying to run from here to Florida. I'm not going to make it. 
I got time, Pastor, to show this video? All right. So I want to show you guys a video real quick, a clip.